Welcome to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, where we not only treat all geeks like family, but we dare to ask strangers, what's your geek? Hello, everyone. I'm the Reverend Godfather, main host and frontman for the Internet's most hated mafia-themed geek podcast, Long Coat Mafia Podcast. And this is a outside recording. It is about, oh, I don't know, midnight. And uh, I got home a little while ago from the Zero premiere that was at the Alamo Draft House in Winchester, Virginia. Yeah, that means uh, in about three minutes, well, right now it's still February 24th, a Friday. And let me just say this. To quote Ben Kenobi, Hello there. This goes out to all of you, including Wesley, if he's listening. This is what many folks who run sites like comicboat.com and the ilk would call an update slash edit. Though I stand by everything that I say in this recording that was recorded a few minutes after I got home, on the 24th of February, 2023. And it's now the morning going into the afternoon of February 25th, 2023. I just saw the premiere chat and I saw that somebody has stated that there could have been a bunch of great scenes that were missing. So in, in essence, they're agreeing what I pretty much will be saying in this episode. And Wesley, and to those listening, Wesley has replied, and Wesley, again, I see your reply. And Wesley has stated that this is from, in a way, I'm paraphrasing, the DVDs and streams will, version will have pretty much what's missing. Whether... For those listening, whether this means that they will be included as deleted scenes in the extras or incorporated into the movie itself, I don't know. But it's good to know that Wesley has seen this. And a lot of issues I had and those I spoke to on the way home, in essence, he's acknowledged everything. And Wesley, it's good to know that you're acknowledging this and you're correcting the problem. That means... Though a, yes, it, you can call it a premiere, but it's a screening. That's all it is. Uh, I'm sure, heck, even, no, I'm going to end it there. I'm going to end the gripes there, and I'm going to leave the episode up to everybody else to make the judge. I just want to acknowledge that Wesley... I see what you did in chat, or I've seen what you wrote in chat, and it's good to know. And I'll be more than happy to see how everything is incorporated on the DVD and in streaming. And I'll be happy to pick up that DVD once it comes out. I'm out. Now time for the episode. Wesley, if you're listening to this, I love what you did like what you did I had fun being a part of your first film I hope to God this was your first 
film because as I did with, well, I can't say as I did with John Johnson and David Kerr, but I will have you on to have your side and have your say. It's only fair. It's the least I can do because I'm going to be straight for, with you. I'm going to shoot straight for the from the hip like I did with John Johnson like I did with David Kerr like I did with Mark Byrne with all those I'll shoot straight for the hip I apologize to Mark Byrne and he understood my apologies he respected my opinions on it he understood where I was coming from in regards to uh, my thoughts on and what my actions are in regards to his movie Bigfoot and what I did, just for your information, what I did with David Kerr, I, when I initially spoke to him a few years ago in regards to a few of his projects and uh, my thoughts on, even at the premiere, my thoughts on Bloody Summer Camp and uh, my thoughts on Slasher Nurse, I sold it to his face. My thoughts. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And it stood, and he defended himself on it. I have a lot of respect for David. I did the same thing with John Johnson when I had him on my show a good number of years ago. I talked to him about his movies and his process, the whole nine yards. Same thing with Mark Byrne. I had him on my show, talked to him about the process and everything else. But with John Johnson, I spoke to him about Jester, a movie that he put out. I reviewed it, to, in essence, to his face. And it allowed him to defend himself for it. And I will be more than happy to give you that chance to defend yourself with zero. I'm not going to pander to you. I shot from the hip with all those gentlemen. I will shoot from the hip for you. And let me just say this. Everybody that was part of this put their heart and soul to this. Sarah, Jesse, Jeremy, Matt, Russell, everybody. Put their heart in some... Heck! <laughs> ben! Ben! Blood! Put Everybody put their heart and soul in this. And I cannot, cannot, cannot... And let me put it like this. Let me put, get the... Uh, let's see, can I bring up a, the... C members, yes, that's it. Uh, ben, Bobby, uh, Brian, uh, even uh, Monique, Jim, Jeremy, everybody, put Jeff, Thomas, everybody, everybody, uh, Nate, Nicole, everybody, everybody, put William, everybody put their heart into this. And I respect everybody for that. They put Rita, even Rita put put their heart in this but Wesley 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 I have to shoot from the hip and I have to be honest and straightforward with you there are things I liked things I didn't like things that I have had a issue with and that issue uh the stuff I liked is I should say this first and format foremost again I hope this was your first film for your first, if this was your first film and first attempt at filmmaking, for my verdict on it, on a number scale, 
one to ten. One being pure, or say zero, being pure crap. Ten being pure, ten, ten or up being pure awesome. You get a five. On a great scale, A being the best, F being a failure. You get a C. You get a C. You're not going to get, you're nowhere near C plus, nowhere A, B. Some people might say you deserve less, that you deserve a solid D. I don't think so. You deserve at least a C for it being your first film and trying. A lot of stuff you did right. A lot of good lines, a lot of good aspects to it, a good premise. Some of the effects were great. Some of the shots were great. The thing is, for every great line you put in there, there were probably two or three lines and shots, and every great shot you put in there, there were two or three good, sh bad ones right after that, that I didn't, you know, didn't it didn't sit right. Yeah, the closest thing I can compare it to is John Johnson's Skeleton Key. For every time that there was some, but his skeleton key was done on a purpose. It was pr purposely off the cuff and done with cheese. It was self-aware. This was not self, didn't come off, if this was not self-aware, Wesley, it didn't come off as self-aware. That's the thing. If it was off the cuff, ad libbed, then fine, beautiful, uh, like John Skeleton Key. It was had a purpose, had a timeline, but it was all off the cuff. This did not. This. This. Like I said every good line, good shot. Those two or three that weren't there. Where there, yeah, I understand that there was stuff that you probably cut out for pacing, time, uh, or what, or disagreements with uh, other people that helped you on this film, on your journey. I don't, I don't know what they could have been or what your side is. Heck, the folks on the other side, I don't even know their side. Just that there's another side. They won't tell me. And no matter what size crowbar I use, I ain't getting information out of the other side. And I would still like to know a side in regards to that and why it, the movie, though in regards to that, and some of the, we'll get into the effects in a moment. Let's just go with the writing for now. It seemed hand in hand with some of the, uh, uh, shots you had in there it seemed at times it seemed all over the place the writing seemed all over the place like there was no timeline uh, there were loads of things missing in it that i hope to god uh that were not cut out for uh i'm just hoping the deleted scenes make it to the dvd that help explain things if they were in the DVD, that if those deleted scenes 
explain a whole mess more and add more to the film, then yes, they should have been kept in. Whether if you had an issue or not, they should have been kept in. And the your character in it could have made deal with more of a development. Uh, other there were other characters that could have had more a development. Uh, Sarah's character, aka the Alpha, uh, had a wonderful character development, but there could have been more explaining as to where the zombies came from, uh, how they showed up, uh, what even if it was a meteorite or science experiment or something like that. It just was so ambiguous, so it, it made things confusing. Did uh, the alphas? What my thoughts were when I was part of making this was that the alpha was the first person that, not just the leader of the uh, the zombie horde, but the it. Uh, that she was patient zero. Heck, that would have made a even better aspect and better theory to this, and better, uh, not just better, better storyline. It would have filled so much more. Hopefully, in zero two. If I believe there is a zero two in the works, that it explains if. Let me put it like this: If you had it that the alpha was also patient zero, that as if you treated her the equivalent of a vampire virus, that things died off or the zombies started dying off. For the exception of your character, that would have been perfect. That way, if the zombies rise again, your character could be there fighting it as a super-powered or highly evolved zombie. That would have been cool. That would have been great. But, this is again, this movie was not my monkey, not my monkeys, not my circus. It was your monkey, it was your circus. But, like I said, the, in regards to the t uh, how things, in regards to the timeline, uh, and things not being explained right, like the aspect of, was the Alpha being followed from the beginning? Um, there were times in the movie that they were talking about getting samples. Were they samples from you, or samples from the Alpha? It, it seemed confusing. Uh, some of that was the vial was supposed to, was that supposed to be why was they supposed to be uh, protecting it that was dropped it, it there should have been more uh, aspect to it there should have been more additional things part of it and make more sense things should have been flushed out more hoping that with other things uh, 
it seemed like Russell, uh, Russell's character, uh, Ash, I think it might have been his character's name. He had so much decent uh, character aspects. Um, but let's go with some of the bad parts. Uh, again, it's a lot. You have to hear this. Wesley, you have to hear this. I, I'm telling you flat out. You have to, have to, have to hear this. Some of the, uh, granted, first film, you're not sure what to do, how to do it. Or you have an idea and a way to do it. Uh, I understand that. I can respect that. The fight choreography could have been better. You had Jesse on set at least two or three times. He would have been, uh, him being a wrestler and knowing how to throw a punch, how to instruct people in regards to how things go, could have helped you in the long run in regards to that as a, not so much a stunt coordinator, but a fight coordinator. Uh, he could have been a great asset to you, not just as a actor slash zombie. Same thing with Monique Dupree. She's uh, she's been in a good number of films. She, uh, she was she's also a part of she's also a wrestler. She knows how to do her do things. So she could have helped you out in a good number uh, at venue and as much venues aspects and uh, uh, ways to instruct things and how to do things uh, she would have probably given you good good advice if you asked her nicely and it's those sort of things uh, in regards to effects and like I said this also goes with shots you had a lot of great effects uh, the wall running scene uh, I should say the Alpha's wall running scene came out beautiful uh, along with some of the shots, the alleyway shot. I'll, I'll, let me put it like this. It sounds like I'm crushing on Sarah. It sounds like I'm crushing on the Alpha. Uh, I'm not. It's just that a lot of her scenes were impressive. Um, the the wall scene, running scene what came out beautiful. Uh, the Alpha's beheaded scene was the complete opposite side of the spectrum. And I, I mean that in every sense of the word. Uh, the way, yeah, there should have been another shot with her hair more on her, uh, flowing down towards, I mean, on her front, on her, hang, instead of hanging off the side, her sides of her body, it should have been on the front of her body. Meaning the hair should have been resting on her chest, not her shoulders. Because the hair resting on her shoulders made it, accented the, the green screen more than it did to hide the green screen, if you can understand that. The other aspect of the effects that, uh, uh, that, irked me, could irk a lot of other folks, was the uh, the guns. Not the guns, the props. Uh, they were good. And having Russell as the one of the armory uh, folks is 
great thing to do. I, I, again, mad respects to him, to Russell and all that. But I'm talking about the effects, the fire, the bang, bang effects, the muzzle flash. You used a basic muzzle flash for each. I don't know if you could have stressed out the, the muzzle flash for the bigger guns, but you could have. But you used the same bang, bang noise for a handgun that you did for a shotgun, for, that you did for, in essence, a Uzi, that you did for a, a, uh, a standardized machine gun. That uh, those who know guns would recognize the same bang, bang noise. They're going to, if you get the, that one person, they're going to call you out on that crap. I'm telling you now, Wesley, in regards to that. Uh, and there's a reason why a lot of indie folks, when they use a gun, they keep things to a handgun, number one. They're, therefore, they keep it, it keeps the same gun noise uh, in regards to, especially if it's a uh, semi-automatic, let's say a Beretta type pistol. That way, it's the same gun noise throughout the whole film. Everybody uses, it's the same gun type of gun. They don't have to worry about uh, it being a revolver, which would have a different gun noise, a, a different bang from a Beretta. Heck, a, uh, a Smith & Wesson 9mm meter, uh, uh, semi-automatic pistol is going to have a different sound to it than a Winchester pistol. Um, if they're two different guns. They might have, even though they use the same bullet, they might have different gun noise. Uh, so, that's that. And the, the flashes could have been stretched out. Um, the indie folks use not just the same type of gun. When they point and fire, it's always, that gun is at either the left side of the screen, or the right side of the screen, or it's, pointed up and it's at that the gun and the muzzle flash is out of frame so they don't worry about the muzzle flash so there's that the audio that's that's the issue you could have used better audio granted some of the filming I was there you're more than welcome to use. Granted, right now, I'm sitting outside recording this. I am maybe about, I don't know, uh, not even two feet away from my microphone. Granted, it's not the best microphone out there. You're more than welcome to use my camera to help, or at least... The microphone I had, my Zoom camera multi-tool thing that I'm recording on right now to help you record. Your, or you could use it any which way. And therefore, if you needed ADR or uh, after you needed to go someplace else to record the audio because it wasn't the best, you could have used an iPhone 
or use the, uh, your phone to record that additional audio to record it. You probably would have gotten better audio. Especially since what I have has a kind of a windscreen on it. You could have used it. Uh, you could have at least borrowed it for the days that you were recording. Yes, I was recording. Uh, you could say, but Chris, but Rev, uh, you you were recording a, a lot of uh, vlog. I would have been, heck, if you needed my phone, I would have used, if you needed this, needed my camera, needed the, the sound aspect of it, which is what it's doing right now. I'm not recording video and stripping the video uh, stripping the audio from the video. I'm recording straight audio. I had the extra battery. I had the extra everything else. Could have done it. Could have worked everything out with you. And once the batteries were dra drained, you could have used your phone. But, but, you were more than happy with it. But again, you could say, oh, you were doing the vlogs. I could have switched to my goddamn phone. To do, do those vlogs. And I would have told every one of my view, people that viewed it. I'm, Wesley's using my phone. My uh, my Zoom. My standard. Th my, cam my camera. To help record the audio aspects of my camera. To record his audio. He wanted to use his camera. To record the video. He And therefore he wanted. The better mic. To record the audio. And I said Yes. I would have been. I would have said, Wesley, use it. It's here for you to use. You could just plain out ask me, and I would have been happy. Especially since, or, I don't know during. Yeah, heck, heck, I had, I have, heck, I brought it with the uh, with me to the premiere. I think it just fell out of my pocket. I have, or I had in my pocket. A Zoom audio recorder. That's right. I had probably had it in my pack while I was helping you do the videos. That's right. The little thing in my hand is strictly audio. Ran on two runs on like two AA batteries, which means I could have stopped at Weiss. I could have stopped at Martin's. I could have stopped at 7-Eleven. Gotten a four-pack of batteries. Or the day before. Or a few days before. Week before. Stopping by film. Stopping by Walmart. Stopping by Dollar General. Getting a eight-pack of AA batteries. And you would have had better audio equipment for you to use. All I had to do was eject the SIM card and give it to you. And you could have used that SIM card as long as you wanted. For uh, You could have kept it. SIM cards are a dime a dozen, so to speak. I would have been more than happy to it. But no. No. I would have been happy. That's pretty much, uh, for right now, everything. Everything I have to say. Did, but all in all, did I enjoy myself? Yes. I enjoyed going to the premiere. I enjoyed... Working on the film with you, working, it allowed me to learn a lot of things in regards to film, not so much filming a movie, but being part of a movie and covering a movie. Don't get me wrong. I want, 
I did enjoy it, the movie. <sighs> Hands down, there were uh, yeah, there were some things that in, let's say let's go back in the audio because I have show AD, ADHD. Uh, some things that were too forward, uh, too in the a lot of the aspects again with the whole uh, audio. Uh, the ringtones were too loud um, at times when you had the music and there was audio. Um, the the whole aspect of um, it, it it seemed like it was flooding out the if there was actual dialogue it seemed like it was flooding out the dialogue. Um, just, I think I might have mentioned the whole aspect of the timeline and the whole zombie thing. Um, it, that could have been flushed out more because I think I forgot that to talk about that. Um, regards to the zombies, I think you should have at least informed everybody about the zombie aspects because, heck, with John Johnson and the Skeleton Key, depending on how you want to look things, if you want to tie plan, his Plan 9 movie, which was a love letter to plan the original Plan 9 uh, the Ed Wood movie, then, yeah, uh, if you want to tie that movie with the Skeleton Key uh, uh, movies, even that kind of fills in how the zombies were made. If you want to look at the OG uh, uh, Skeleton films, Skeleton Key films, they kind of explain how the zombies were made and the monsters were made. So you could explain that. There's no timeline. How? how? Yeah. And the whole aspect of losing your girlfriend and finding her at the end of the movie. and The fact that you didn't really look. But the storyline of, you know, Sarah, the Alpha being your sister, that was a good concept. But I hope you learn your, your lesson. I hope you improve. And I mean that wholeheartedly. Uh, I've seen it with so many other folks, other filmmakers, seeing their first film, seeing their second film, seeing their third. Uh, and I know I keep bringing John Johnson up because he was the first indie filmmaker I was exposed to. He was the first indie filmmaker, in essence, I could get my hands on, not just movies-wise, but speak to and ask questions to and have those questions answered. So it's one of the reasons why I have a lot of, even to this day, even though we hardly speak, but he has my respect and has, uh, in regards to what he does, and I follow what he does. Like I follow how what Mark Byrne does, what I, how I follow what David Kerr tends to do a little bit. Um, asking them those questions and seeing, like, with John Johnson, it seemed like this was like this and this was like this. And giving him comments, like, oh, no, that was filmed, uh, movie C was filmed, or uh, movie D was filmed before C, C. So, in essence, even though D is my fourth published film, it was actually my third movie I actually filmed and seeing him just learn, grow, and just experimenting with to see what works and what doesn't work. And as 
that's what I enjoy seeing that and seeing how what happens with like Mark Byrne uh, seeing having seeing him see what works what doesn't work and implementing what works is someone like Mark Byrne or David Kerr going to make mistakes yes they're going to do it even John Johnson probably makes some mistakes but they're low budget they do their best with very little and they try to get more so they can do more and make sure they have the best there and show their love that's what i want to see you happen if you have to crowdfund please crowdfund your your stuff don't be afraid to do so relying on those that do um if you need to get pointers contact david kerr in regards to crowdfunding um if you have to look on look at getting individual uh fundage for movies in regards to certain things talk to mark byrne uh, have matt uh have matt uh put you in touch with mark uh talk to david you know get advice listen to that advice please it's what it's the easiest thing that you can do is to uh get advice from those who've been doing it for a while yes you have to blaze your own path i want to see you blaze your own path yes you have to make your own mistakes but i want to see you learn from them and someone has to tell you the good the bad and the ugly i hope i did that in this episode and for those of you that listen to this don't take me wrong check out zero uh when you when it finally does come out either through Tubi, through Voodoo, through whomever. And it's like a train's coming, so I might have to uh, stop this for a little while. So I'll be back in a few minutes. Now that the uh, train has come and gone, where was I? Oh, yes. This goes out to everybody else out there listening to this that is not Wesley or part of... Uh, the Zero crew, and everything, everybody else out there. Should you watch this movie? Yes, you should, honestly. First and foremost, watch this movie. I don't care that if you like, well, Rev, you, you said you had a lot of issues with this movie. You had, There were a lot of problems with this movie. There are from writing to audio to this to that. There were pro Listen. Despite what I said, you should watch this movie. Should you hate watch this movie because of what I said? No, you should watch this movie because for one of the biggest reasons is this. Zero is a movie from the heart. Okay? Though it's a standard run-of-the-mill zombie film... The premise is there. It's an original storyline. It's an original concept. Despite everything, the, the pins not, everything not being in place and being a B-plus movie, not being the greatest slice of cheese on the market, you should still watch this movie and judge for yourself. If this movie is on Amazon, should you at least rent it? Yes, rent it. That, because renting this movie, some of the funds could go 
more, I think portion of the rental fees goes towards Wesley and helping him and will encourage him in making more movies and either it helps him get more funds in his pocket to do more movies it will at least help him when he does make those movies have more funds to improve on him, himself and improve what he's do, he does so i want you to rent that movie if it's on amazon i want you to rent that movie if it's on voodoo if it's on pluto if it's on um pluto tv if it's on uh uh shutter if it's on uh freebie if it's on tubi give it a watch give it a watch make it uh then uh, if you want make a review of it make a review go on uh i don't please do not uh, if you're listening to this do not uh bat, you know i mean give decent constructive criticism kind of like what i did tonight if you had any issues with how the guns sounded tell him that it tell him be don't like i think you don't i don't want to hear uh the aspect of uh, the movie's bad because it's bad it's a stupid cheesy fucking film no um uh and there goes the pg rating for this anyway but i don't want to hear that uh, i don't want that to happen I want you to tell Wesley if you don't like, if you really like the film, you thought it was funny, you thought it was great, you thought it was, you know, if you th literally thought it was the best movie you've seen, I want you to tell him why, what you found great with it. If you thought it was the worst film you ever seen in your life, I want you to politely and respectfully tell him what you found wrong. That way, he's ha has something to learn from. And Wesley, if someone legitimately critiques you like I did tonight after the premiere, tells you, okay, this is what you can do to make the special effects better. This is what you can do to make the fight scenes better. This is what you can do to make the writing better, so forth and so on. Please, don't. Don't go all out on them. Don't let your ego bash them. Don't let your ego uh, rip them. Don't rip them to shreds. Because good chance, if they're doing it constructively, like I am tonight, we want you to learn to grow and do better. We honestly want you to do better. We don't want you to... We're not pandering to you. We're, we honestly want you to be better. There are a lot of stuff that we liked, and there's a lot of stuff that we think you can improve on. We want you to improve. Please, please, please. Uh, you're more than what, like I said, the invite for you to be on and talk to me face-to-face -face or through a, a Facebook call uh, or a uh, and have it recorded. I'll try to get my equipment up and running to it. That way, you could it could be face to face on a Facebook call. Everything is record nice and recorded, and I'll post that up. Uh, we could spend some time talking about it. 
talking about movies, talking about music, you're a musician, and everything else and what your process was, that's an in, it's a formal invite in regards to it. That way, you have the opportunity to defend yourself. I'm giving you that opportunity to at least give me more of an insight as to who, what, when, and where, and tell my listeners and those who want to listen in regards to everything. But what you did, if again, if this is your first film, I have mad respect and props to you for doing this. Because as someone who likes to support an indie creator, this, this is a start for someone. It's why I'm being critical for you. I want you to continue to do this. I want you to learn from it. Yes, there's going to be mistakes. Yes, there's going to be issues. But I want you to grow. I want you to learn, grow, and do better. If you're mad at me because of it, so, so be it. But, again, because I have respect for you, I hope you... If you want to take me up on my offer to be on in regards to defend yourself, I am here for that. And folks, I want you to watch this. And if you have critiques, please be kind. Please be respectful. Write them down point for point and explain in a kind, gentle manner as to what needs to be improved. Or... What doesn't need improved? Because that's the aspect of reviewing positively. Like I try to do here tonight. Like I always try to do when I do a review. I'll give what I like, what I don't like. Heck, when I review something and I like it completely. Let's take my aspect, my love, my initial love for Borderlands. I'll tell you, or John Johnson movies <laughs> in this case. Or what have you. I'll sit tell you everything I like about it. If Even if there's one nitpick, a nitpick, I will bring up the nitpick and how it irked me because that has to be said. There has to be the aspects of bad and the good no matter what. And just to bring up the positive and only the positive is the wrong way to review. You have to bring up some of the negative no matter how small how big it has to be said. And again, Wesley, I respect that you did this, that you tried, you saw a new angle, and you tried something. I will always have respect for you to do that, that you did that. I want you to know, don't take what I said as discouragement. I want you to be encouraged. Every time I critique, every time I be honest and straightforward. It's not because I want to see you fail. I want you to succeed. I want you to do better. I want you to get better. That's why I'm telling you now. And for those of you out there, I want you to help Wesley grow. I want you to encourage him that despite whatever you think of his movie, you want him to do better. I want you to encourage him. Tell him you saw it. Tell him that it. Heck, even if you didn't like the movie and you saw it, I want you to tell him you saw the movie, you want him to do more, you want him to learn, you want him to grow, you want him to do more so he does better. So he knows what, where he can learn 
and grow. That's the best thing I can say out there. I don't want you to, Wesley, I don't want you to be discouraged. I want you to, to be, I don't want you to be discouraged. I want you to be encouraged. Uh, I want you to keep going. I want you to keep doing. And you doing more. You going more, striving better to do better, finding where you stumbled and taking that stumble into a run. It will make me happy and hopefully maybe in the future I'll work with you again I'll speak to you again etc 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 and folks at home I hope you enjoyed the show I hope you share it around I hope you watch our videos on YouTube and all our behind the scenes stuff is on YouTube I hope you all will check those stuff out uh, just you can find them as zero or behind the scenes stuff on our channel so please check them out uh all the links heck i might even include the links in the description of this episode so take care one and all i hope you have a wonderful day a wonderful week and hopefully i'll post more stuff to this audio side of uh the lone coat mafia podcast than anything else so depending on how things go there might be something after this or there might have been something before this so please check out everything and i'll see you guys next time just a note from yours truly before we go i know i said i was going to end it but uh, sasha the princess of darkness herself wanted me to share this promo to all you boils and ghouls out there so here's that promo Shock and Terror with Sasha, the Princess of Darkness, and Chris, the Martinsburg Madman, in Sasha After Dark, the Podcast of Darkness Reboot. Coming soon to your favorite platform. You've been listening to the Long Coat Mafia Podcast, the internet's most hated and mafia themed. Geek Podcast.